podcasting time. It's the We Will Fix It podcast. Colin Thomas from We Will Fix It Dubai. I'm James Pikeaway. We are coming to you from the Rove Hotel downtown Dubai's podcast studio. We're going out on the podcast. We are visual on YouTube. And, you know, it is as it is. <laughs> and it's funny because we're kind of going to have a catch up today. And we're going to talk about many different things some of them just questions i have from walking the dog but also and and i gotta i gotta agree with you on the lighting so we'll talk about that uh-huh. and uh, the shed you want to talk about your shed yes shed well, half a shed half a shed yeah and i thought it would be done by now so i was like uh, no <laughs> be serious james <laughs> so uh, we're, we're back from the break if if people are keeping track of things and trying to figure out what's going on and before we went away. And, and I guess you never notice actually we go away because the podcasts come out and they're not really date stamps. So yeah, I, suppose not. I guess just we had the, the whole Christmas extravaganza and the seasonal extravaganza, which I'm still getting comments about the tree that, uh, the yeah. epic story. That was, well, the end, actually, let's do the oh. end of that story. Then. Oh, oh, so, okay. So, so let me back promote. If yeah. you haven't heard that story, you're getting us now, whether it is via the James cast, whether it's by Potaholics, scroll back and look for Colin's Christmas tree story. It's about a, of an 18 minute bit where Colin goes through the entire story of how he got this tree. I think Natalie features prominently in it. She features prominently <laughs> in most things. Everybody <laughs> thinks I'm married to an absolute ogre now and yes they're right yeah there we go it's out there <laughs> love you both oh man but so so then we had the whole story you got the trail we had the, where there's a lighting segment it was that was that was really i've never done a seasonal show we've never done a seasonal show but we that one now. was clearly a seasonal classic so i was uh, pretty cool yeah now we then had a big problem Oh, uh, which was on we, dylan our son who has loads of allergies and all that kind yeah. of thing started kind of coughing <gasps> Allergic like, to the tree. Yeah. And it turns oh. out this is a known thing. This allergies on trees are known. Oh. And then I look closely, on, and we're, we're on Boxing Day, right? Let's start looking closely at the tree, and actually I can see this mold on the main, yeah, um, yeah. The main trunk going up. Yeah. So that was it. 15 minutes later, it's out the house on Boxing Day, right? Hey, I get that, because we left the place that we rented on Boxing Day. So this is this, is this Airbnb, not just, a, I'm going to give a shout out to Max, the, the proprietor. It sounded incredible. Max is a super host and i don't mean i mean truly i said to him I said we're coming we're gonna have the boys over you know on christmas day uh any chance we could put a tree up because i got a tree stand i'll leave it for you so then and he says i'll also leave you some dodgy decorations that uh, in case you don't have any and and so we put a few decorations but but anyway then we call him and say what do you want us to do with the tree he says just leave it <laughs> leave it up i said you want me to drag it he said, leave it some people don't have to wear capes, don't they? It's brilliant. <laughs> Love it. But so you, you notice this is this is a, a, a big issue if you don't yeah. mold on trees. And like you said, allergies. Your son's got allergies to everything. Yep. Starts coughing. Oh. So 15 minutes later, we've got the uh, all of the lights back off the tree. Uh, Santa is off the top. Uh, all decorations. Actually, all decorations are already off. I went out for half an hour. <laughs> and um, Her Majesty had already done that bit. So it's quite clear the way this was going. Yeah. Um, so then we had the entertaining moments of trying to undo the stand that's designed for a six to eight foot tree with our 12 footer and, um, and then get it out the door, which obviously didn't fit. Now, the logical route would have been to go out the front door. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so why the way it came. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? I've got no idea, but I wasn't allowed. <laughs> 
just like take it out the back. I'm like, take it out the back. But then you take it out the back, you got to take it all around the side out to the front anyway. Oh, don't I know? That's exactly <laughs> what I had to do, James. So, and there's needles everywhere. Well, that's the thing. I was totally lost by it, but the, it was obviously one of those things that it wasn't worth arguing about because we had plenty no. of other things that'd yeah. be better to argue about anyway. So, um, so yes, that's exactly what I did, and then I dumped it out in the front. Um, the fr- as you do, I really care about what the neighbours think. So I dumped it in the front garden. So that way it's fully out the house. And if yeah. our, um, our dear number one son decided to go for a play in the garden, as he often does, bless him, um, then he wouldn't be anywhere near said yeah. tree. So um, I basically put it there and trying to work out what I was going to do with it. And then I heard about the um, Ace Hardware where you can go take yeah. your old tree and um, get it uh, recycled. So they'll they'll recycle it and then oh. give you a bag of um, compost. Oh, yeah. they give you the mulch once it's ready. Do they put it good. through? Are they putting it through a tree mulcher or what? What's their deal? Not a clue. Okay, no, but I should know. Because that's a lot of fun if they've got one of those yeah. things. I mean, yeah. it's also hugely dangerous. Be but. You know, it's even better. I'd take the kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the whole tree goes through the thing. Saved on school fees. Um, and, uh, but uh, it was, uh, it was, so I had it out the front there and I was thinking, well, I can't get this. Well, I know what's actually going to happen here, which is she's going to say, you can't put that back into the car because you take the kids to school in the car. Yeah. Yeah. And so she was then going to say, oh, get a van because that's the answer to everything. Oh, you've got lots of vans. <laughs> get your boys to sort it and off it goes. Okay. So what, you're going to throw this tree in a We Will Fix a van, which is fully kitted out with repair equipment. Oh, I've, and got, a few, I've got a oh, few, you got a few empty empties. ones because we're doing oh. the whole upgrade. Okay. Amount. So I could have done that, but then I thought, you know what? It's a bit OTT with the amount I ask our boys to do on our behalf. And um, so I decided I would just procrastinate for a while. And then, amazingly, on the Arabian Ranches uh, group that we, uh, Facebook group that we run, a message went up, which was, anybody got any Christmas trees to dispose of? I need them for firewood. Wow. You've never seen me type so fast <laughs> in my whole life. Anyway, so I'm like, have I got a Christmas tree for you? This, you don't need any others. You only need mine. It'll keep you going for years. Anyway, so bless him. Next morning, I said, just grab it whenever you want. It's in the front garden. He's like, perfect. 10 o'clock the next morning, it's gone. Message, thanks. It's epic. Quote. I'm like, get in. There we go. Where, where is he burning these? In the backyard at the ranches? Well, I'm, I'm, he's from the ranches, so I don't know. But then you think about how a Christmas tree goes up when oh, you burn it. Oh, seriously. <laughs> His neighbors are going to hate him. I don't know. But, you know, I'm, I'm all good because it's gone. Yeah. So no, um, no, uh, we will fix it teams were... Now, uh, were spiked in the process is it i got i got two questions first Mm. question is a random side question with the tree does he sell firewood at the side of the road on that road going to the alcoya which is an idea which is craziness i i am never around there at night but i was around in the afternoon and i saw the setup which made me think at about six o'clock at night, it must be mayhem. Do you know the one's even funnier? I went past that the other day because I have to go around there for my mother-in-law's place at Mira. The one that really made me laugh was, it used to be on the roundabout, didn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. not anymore. No. They basically crept it all the way down the road. So now they're right up against the bollards. Yeah. But if you imagine practically about the guy who's right up against the bollards, nobody can park 
Yeah. Because basically, <laughs> the bollards are in the way. So he's totally, he's like, oh, yes, I'm number one now. I'm the main dude. Well, actually, mate, you're not. You've just queued everybody else up further along oh, so people could break and stop. Oh, it's crazy. And then also, they've now got sandboards. There's a guy selling sandboards there. I saw that, I saw that there. guy. Yeah. He's and there at all hours of the day. And I was like, that's genius. Yeah. And then I started thinking, well, I wonder how much he's priced them for. I'm like, how much would I pay? I pay 60 dirhams for that. I bet he's at like 200. He will be, I can guarantee it. So you didn't stop and ask. Yeah, and then really after that should be an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought, you know, as someone who's got a nice little coolers full of iced tea and that, and you just take it away, here you go. The thing costs you, you know, 30 dirhams for that nice cool thing. And hey, you know what's 30 dirhams? And we filled it with another 10 dirhams or 15 dirhams worth of liquid for you. That's a cunning plan. I'm not sure it's legal in the <laughs> no. remotely, but no. you know, you do your, what's the one that you do? In fact, you normally have it. What's that? Uh, the oh, I've got, yeah, I've got my juice. Yeah. I didn't bring any of that today. Yeah. Oh. Start selling that. Yeah, start selling yeah. that. Just open up a little juice thing. But oh, there's, yeah. yeah. There's all sorts of options there's, there. All totally illegal. Yeah. Um, but, so we won't be doing it, but there we no. go. Uh, so the, the second thing I wanted to go back to was you got the tree out. Yeah. took it out the back door. You had all the needles. What did you, the, the question is, is mold was growing on the tree. Yes. Obviously those mold spores are in the air of your home. Yes. What did you do for that? Well, I don't know whether I told you, but um, I went a bit OTT about four months ago and bought a bunch of Blue Air um, extractor units, all secondhand, and I completely rebuilt them with um, new filters and all the rest of it. Um, so they are really effective. But I obviously got the commercial units because the domestic uh -huh. units, which are for a house about the size of ours, just don't look the part, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> they, um, they, uh, I just don't think they are enough. So uh, when I bought these, um, they are designed for commercial premises. Yeah. And uh, I got, uh, actually, uh, there's another thing. The blue air filters that are available here are like 600 dirhams for a set of uh, the three filters that you need on these commercial ones. Oh, yeah. like, That's ridiculous. It's a lot of money. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's valuable. Well, there's a the thing. So what actually happened was I kind of, I could have waited, but you know, you want to get it going, yeah, don't you? Yeah, so yeah. I paid the 600 dirhams. And then at the same time, I thought, right, these only last six months. So I'll do the Amazon US yeah, deal with the okay. import. Yeah. Anyway, they came three days later. Gutted I was. I was sure I was on for at least a month. And they were 200 dirhams. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So a third of the cost, and those are ready for six months' time. And now I know that in six months I'll order them again mm -hmm. because it's bound to be a month, isn't it? Not yeah. three days. Yeah, yeah. And then hopefully I've got that uh, queued up for the next time. Nothing at Dragon Mart? Oh, no, I wouldn't. Uh, no, no. You know, you, you wouldn't chance on, it? No, you, work, you, you want solid filters in this situation. Yeah, okay. You know, I, okay. I need to be pretty, yeah. Yeah, okay. pretty legit. So, um, so we have those. And actually, it was, I, I put the, uh, the blue air onto a, a, a full cycle. So um, it, was, uh, it was like a whirlwind in our house for 24 yeah. hours. And um, yeah, he's, he's much better. It was done. So, so yeah. Yeah, good news. It's interesting though with the blue airs because there it isn't a describe these things for someone who has no idea what we're talking about. Ah, okay. So what they are, they're one of the brands. There are there's Dyson as well, and yeah. um, you know, Panasonic, Hitachi all do all do them. And what they are is basically just an air filter. Mm. So, uh, but quite an in depth. So normally they'll have at least one HEPA filter, which is right. the, the full ultra filters. Um, sometimes they'll have carbon, so it can take out um, chemicals. That yeah. when I say carbon, they're normally crushed coconut or something like that. Um, <laughs> in them. 
And um, <laughs> if it says carbon, it's a carbon filter. Come on, Colin. Yeah, no, no, but what they did <laughs> yeah, is they, they burn, coconut, they, yeah. they, uh, the coconut gets uh, coconut husks, actually, that right. they then burn and to, to produce the charcoal, uh, charcoal yeah. which is in the filter. So um, basically, they are like an almighty motor with them um, with mm. a fan inside them, and they just cycle air through. But then um, some of them have some spangly controls, so you can do um, uh, you know test to see what right. the uh, what the, the quality is yeah. from where the James you are. The Dyson so, ones are all like that. They, yeah, they, the thing crazy. is, when you read up on the Dyson ones, the feedback is, oh, they look great, um, but actually they don't do it uh, the volume of air that you'd mm. ideally want. Okay. So you need to be uh, roughly work out the uh, the cubic meter to space that you're trying to work with um, and then I strongly recommend that you over egg it by quite some margin because um, that's obviously what I would do yeah and so but they're fiendishly expensive yeah so um, the, these ones are over 5,000 each new obviously I bought them for 750 yeah <laughs> for various people in Dubai and uh, and then took the whole things apart and then basically worked my way through with uh, cleaner and Dettol um, to make sure they were absolutely spick and span oh and a Dyson Hoover to, uh, to get them absolutely uh, minters oh and also my steam uh, my culture steamer as well so they really got the work. I like that one that you've you've put two names together the Hoover and the Dyson Hoover being a brand name and Isn't that ridiculous? I, the Dyson Hoover it's like James Dyson and, and the whole crew were just rolling over and the Hoover guys are going, yes! <laughs> That's so retro. I'm showing my age there because, you know, when- Get when, out the Hoover. Yeah, it yeah. was a Hoover. It was always a Everyone Hoover. Everyone owned a Hoover. Yeah. Everyone owned a Hoover. And then there was that brilliant moment in the 80s. Did you have this in the US as well where they did the uh, the promotion where um, when you bought a Hoover, you got a free holiday in the US. So it wouldn't have been in the US. But yeah, no, we I, had this- uh, So we're in, I'm in Canada, but I, nev I, don't, known, I never remember getting a it's vacation. It's known as a Hoover promotion where somebody <laughs> somewhere missed the fact that actually the promotion was worth more than the Hoover. <laughs> and it went nuts. Sure. It almost bankrupted Hoover at I the time. In fact, I think it did. They got sold after that. Wow. And um, so it's known in the industry as a Hoover promotion. <laughs> Hoover promotion. Yeah, when yeah. You, when you so, uh, so yeah, they kind of lost that, um, that, that position. So, yeah, that's how I do it. You know, right. at the end of the day, I, I'm not prepared to compromise in terms of yeah. um, the, the gear that I have, but I'll take second hand every day of the week if I know that I can renovate it to the level that I need to. So here's, here's my, my next question then, when we talk about air circulation and air filtration and yeah. all that. We've got these air systems in our homes already, circulation for the air conditioning. Yes, why are we not able or why is it not viable to have the filtration system hooked into them as well? Lots of people provide this and they oh, provide okay. uh, kind of a double a double-edged sword with there's UV options there. Mm. There are HEPA filters within those as well. But uh, the standard filter that's in there is quite basic. It's basically a hair filter. Yeah, it's not weird. It's, more. it's, you know, it keeps out big stuff. It doesn't keep out anything. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not even, I mean, a 20 micron. It's, it's, weird. it's more than that. Yeah. So <laughs> they really are quite minor. I'm, is, I'm always surprised with that, by the way, because every time I've had mine clean, I say to the guy, you don't think we need to get a new one of these and maybe something a little bit more substantial? And he goes, no. Well, if you if you imagine the units are designed to work with that style of filter, you mm. go and put something hepper in it and all of a sudden your airflow will go down a right. long, long yeah. way. And when your airflow goes down, especially in summer, when those units are only just able to cope yeah. with the cooling requirement that you need, 
it's not going to work anymore. Yeah, it's going to overheat and then you're going to have problems. It's yeah. going to... So the theory, mm. the theory is brilliant. Uh, let's do it all in one. But yeah. practically speaking, it makes much mm. more sense to leave that operating the way it's designed to operate and use a separate system, mm. which is, is what we do. Neat. Yeah. Which leads us nicely into the shed. Now, I, I, how long has this shed been in the go? Because I remember you talking about you scored big time and you had the you had some some materials that you'd gotten some things you had a plan yeah and you had some wood and you you were talking about the wood and this yeah. was and then you you post up some pictures of what looks like a barn yes framed yes and I'm going, I thought that was already done. Like, I, I rem where's the wood? I mean, I, so. I think it's very important <laughs> that you queue up these projects, James. It's not through more procrastination. This is going to be on my tombstone. He procrastinated so long that well, he died at 120. The, the only question I actually had as I looked at this barn and for my initial thought was, I wonder what the neighbors think. But then my, 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 the thought quickly went away and I thought, I wonder what Natalie's thinking about this thing. It's got to be out of okay. eyesight or, or you would be, you know, I didn't see a camp cot put into it. So not yet. <laughs> and so strategic planning that it could accommodate a camp cot, I noticed. Okay. So here, here is the process of thought. Okay. Now, any bloke who's basically planning on a project knows the right way of going about it. So I bought the hinge set first before right. telling Natalie anything. Yeah. And it got delivered to the house. Yeah. Uh, yes, Did it get exactly. delivered and she had to collect it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because you weren't at that? Yeah, bad timing. It yeah. wasn't great. <laughs> now, the before that, there was kind of this precursor, which was when we were in the old house and as part of the move, Natalie said, you've got to sell the shed. Yeah. Why have I got to sell the shed? <laughs> well, the place where it's going in the new house is 40 centimetres too small for it. Okay, well, Did so she you, measure that? Did she go out and measure, actually? And sure, apparently, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no, Amazing. You don't, you don't ask for logic. I mean, come on. Like, how would she know such a specific number? Like, mm. obviously she measured. Well, no, I measured some of it. And then she gave me the, the competing figure. So maybe there was a bit of a plan. Actually, now you come to think about it. That does sound a bit sus, doesn't it? It does. Well, you don't ask these questions in our household. Yeah, of course. So I sold it the next day. I got an absolute fortune for it. I did really well. Um, thanks to the boys who, obviously, when you try and sell a shed, when you added the words will be delivered and installed by the we will fix it team it tends to actually help on sales oh, i would imagine it's yeah. like yeah it's, I'm, I'm paying a premium but i don't have to do anything exactly. and it's going to arrive yeah so that was uh, that was done and then we realized that the place where she thought we were going to put the shed was totally impractical to put the shed anyway mm. so instead to the right of our garage we've got this dead area that just right. has the bins in it and nothing more so it seemed really logical that, that would be where it would go so, so this is this is the first thing because you know this is the time of year if you're here and thinking about North America or thinking about Europe or thinking you know you're going to get home you're, you're starting to make some plans because you're probably not putting sheds up now but you're going to put them up later yeah. and you've got to start thinking the first thing you got to be thinking about is where am I going to put this and be realistic exactly. about where you're going to put it yeah 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 so you but, found the perfect place well I did but it was kind of again it was a bit of a retrofit on the basis that I'd already got the kit. 
because yeah. I was doing it, okay? Yeah. And before that, I hadn't told Natalie about the whole search for a sexy shed, which had gone all over Facebook. I've been, I've been searching for it everywhere on all the groups, and um, we had a really good laugh about it that sexy sheds don't exist <laughs> in Dubai. They're all mm. the nasty, fiberglassy yeah. Blech, yeah. ones. Yeah, plasticky and things. And Natalie had already told me, Aluminum. unless it's sexy, you're not having it in the front, uh, the front of the house. All right, fine, I'll put it at the back of the house. No, the place where I suggested <laughs> it went at the back of the house, it can't go. Right, well, that sorts that one then. So at this point, I'm like, right, fine. Well, you know what? If I can't find one, I'm going to build one. Okay. Right? Good. Sounds uh, logical. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So then I'm like, ooh, well, I could do like a standard pitch roof. And then I saw this picture of the Dutch barn. I'm like, if I'm building one, it's going to be a Dutch you barn. You see the framing from just looking at the framing. I knew, I'm looking at it, I'm going, this is a barn. I wouldn't have known it's a Dutch barn, but it was a barn. It was clearly framed as a barn. Yes. Now, the instructions I got with the kit were excellent. They're really, really good. okay. So it's a a nice kit too. So I started off going down to uh, Timberland, which Uh is um, a heck of a place. Have you ever been? No. Wow, it's quite something. So it's in Umramul, very close to the Dubai Duty Free warehouses. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, so, uh, so I went there. And when you think of a lumber yard... Right? Yeah. In Dubai, you think cut lumber. Yeah. There. No, it's all logs. Oh. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm absolutely in my element here, about to get murdered by all sorts of forklifts and ch- uh, saws and everything. I'm loving it. And um, I go into the, uh, to the office with Mr. Um, Abu Saeed, I think it was. Bless him. What a character. And, um, and I tell him my plan. He has no idea what a shed is. Good start. <laughs> Sent him the picture or shown him the picture. He still hasn't got a clue, but we, we carry on from there. And, um, and basically we worked our way through it. And he said, look, you can either make the wrong decision or the right decision. <laughs> I love it. I love that kind of logic coming from the person who's supplying yeah. you with the materials. Yeah. So he says, I have white wood. It's from Europe. Right, yeah, he's, like, he's spitting on the floor. Oh, it was. It was absolutely one of those it's trash. Or I have a hardwood Maranti from Africa. <laughs> right, okay. He's, he's like, you get the uh, the European white wood, and um, it is going to bend. It will it will look like boomerang. I'm like, he knows boomerang, but he doesn't know shed. How's this work out? Is that possible? Yeah, very odd. So obviously, I'm like, right, Maranti. Yeah, yeah, okay. He's like, Maranti, double the price. I'm like, uh, yeah. no, Maranti is not double the price, is it? Let's work on this. And then we looked at flooring, and he's like, oh, I have rubbish flooring, or I have this 40 <laughs> centimeter <laughs> stunning ply from Canada. Actually, it's Canadian. Um, I'm like, right, okay. Yeah, so it's a stunning, it's a stunning. I love some of that. <laughs> Anyway, pulls it all together, pulls out an absolute random. I mean, I literally looking through his figures. I'm like, you are just sizing me up. If I'd sent one of my boys down, I would be getting a bigger discount than this. So, um, so basically, the whole um, the whole shebang was arranged. But he didn't really have a good option for uh, what to clad it with. Oh. So the traditional tr- uh, tongue and groove that I was looking for doesn't seem to be available here whatsoever. Really? Yeah. That's odd. So I decided, as every bloke would do, that we'll have a two-phase project. <laughs> oh. So I'll get the thing up first, yeah. and then I will work out what I'm going to clad it with afterwards. Okay. That's so, danger. That's danger land. Thank you. You're know, wild and crazy <laughs> these days, James. Wild you're living, you're living on the highway to the danger zone. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm hearing the uh, Top Gun theme in oh, my head. It is. I've got all that. Planes <laughs> overhead. All of it. Well, that one plane now from Emirates. Yeah. Yeah, the one plane. <laughs> so, 
So basically, I'm, I'm, I'm literally got. We got through Christmas and New Year, and I actually did quite a good Christmas and New Year. I hit it very hard. Okay. So I was then thinking, uh, like, uh, post New Year, now is the time. And then we got this random phone call from my father-in-law saying, "I'm in town." And you tell us now what you've already landed. Yeah, yeah, I landed last night. But we were only having a conversation last week about how it would be really nice at some point in the next few months if you came out. Yeah, well, you know, a business trip, it all just came up. Oh, really, Warren? That's what happened, was it? Okay. So, um, where are you? Well, I'm staying here in Burdabai for um, for three weeks. <laughs> three weeks? That's what, kind, what kind of business trip is this? You didn't think to tell me before. <laughs> anyway, so a couple of days later, I pick him up and I suddenly had a bit of a plan. Because if you remember the old tree house yes i started I off with father-in-law and then uh-huh. finished with yes. father yeah so i thought i know because um father-in-law is an engineer and a very capable oh, engineer there we that. Go. but yeah. is he is he really pedantic and really finite on you know because you were saying that your dad that is he's that's like really on the mount no no um he's a little bit more yeah he's giving. a little bit more forgiving okay uh, in that way um yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And he moves on very quickly. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so we basically, it, it so, but, works. But it's three weeks in Bird Dubai. <laughs> I don't, I don't, you don't even look for any logic here. But it's, Bird Dubai. Yeah, no, James, James, we were moving on. It's for the best, without a doubt. I'm, just, you, I'm still you stuck on the question, three weeks in Bird Dubai. I know. You then ask the question and you end up on this roundabout journey and you get to the end of it and you go, I have no knowledge about what, the answer to my question was but we just have got to the stage of yeah. acceptance now. okay okay yeah. so we he turned up and he was brilliant we had an mm. absolute brilliant time initially so i want to back up for a second so you bought the kit yeah what came with the kit the instructions instructions and hinges or the the mounting brackets okay all else. those so all those brackets i see in, yes. in your photo which are essentially the framing brackets yeah. the the framing anchors yeah. and they're at the right angle for the roofing exactly. and then you've got the pitch of the roof is is guaranteed and then what do we call the top of the, is it called the pitch of the roof what's the um yeah pitch beam the, so then you, you've got the pitch beam everything is yeah. there so when no, i look no no oh, no so oh. it's none of the wood no none of the wood no, but just the, all the connectors so if you've the got the wood Exactly. And it tells you what size of wood you need to get for it? Yes, okay. all of that's there, oh, nice. without, uh, without a doubt. None of the screws. Now, okay, it turns so none of the fast. Oh, that's turns out that from my last project, I had a couple oh. of kilos of uh, screws <laughs> left, as I'm sure everybody else does. Um, so we had enough. They were too long, but, you know, it's yeah. got to be better if it's longer, hasn't it? Yeah. So uh, we managed to get the whole of the base. When he was there, I did the whole of the base area, yeah. the uh, the main uprights as well. And then, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden... One day, um, he said, oh, I've got a business meeting, and uh, off we delivered him. And anyway, he's due back in a couple of days. Uh-huh. But yeah, yeah, he, he is a force of nature, bless it. And um, so I kind of carried on from there myself um, with uh, with finishing up the uh, the rest of the barn and, uh-huh. and getting everything um, So where are you at right now? So I finished that. I haven't done the, I've still got to do just the front and rear um, rear structures for the doors. Okay. But are there any any walls up or is it just? No, because I don't have the wood yet. Okay. Now, so. I think I came up with yesterday what oh. I'm actually going to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm not going to do what is prescribed in the plan, which is to get basically a marine grade MDF and yeah. um, shove get that Get some of that fine Canadian plywood. That'd be good. Uh, no, I can't. I'd be bankrupt. <laughs> so instead, actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to plank it. I'm going to vertical plank it. Now, in the UK, traditionally... Like with that white wood, the stuff that the guy doesn't want to sell you? Exactly. (laughs) Okay, so 
we're, we're going to have a little bit of a moment here because basically I, I I genuinely think I could put my car on top of what I've created. It is uh, that over-engineered nice. as it sits. It is really ridiculously strong. Um, and also the... When I looked into, as I'm sure everybody else does, the various methods of cladding for uh, sheds, everything came as either kind of an overlap or yeah. a thin yeah. end or a tongue and groove yeah. and um, this, this kind of um, style of thing, none of which is available here. Mm. But then with the traditional overlap, um, like a horizontal overlap, it just looks a little bit too British. And when you've got a Dutch barn design, I'm kind of thinking, I need to go a little bit more <laughs> <Dutch>. with a... <laughs> Well, it is. It's the, officially, that roof is called a Dutch barn, but yeah. it's more prevalent, I guess, yeah. in northern Northern America. Is that correct? North America? Yeah, North America, yeah. Quite it's that barn. kind of style, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's quite a few barns. Yeah, yeah cool. Right. Yeah, that, that would be obviously why... New we'll, England and all that, uh, traditionally, uh, the, the, the the known location for them. I'm sure we've seen that. No, that's a whole other type of New England breezeway architecture. It could be. I mean, that part of North America between the US and Canada... Where shares, are all those red barns? You know when you yeah, see yeah. the red barns that's and a, the barn stormers and all that? Yeah, yeah, that's around where I live. Oh, is it? Yeah. Cool. All right. So, I'm not going red, by the way, but anyway. It's got to be red. <laughs> it's like red or gray. That's the only colors yeah, I've ever I seen. I've got to go gray. I've seen lots or of gray. I might bars. just go with like a um, some kind of stain. You know? Oh, that could be nice. Maybe like a bluey, bluey stain. But doesn't that maybe. doesn't that? So so what are you what are you putting on the sides now? Because I'm still right. confused. So what I'm thinking is, and I'm confused like why a, you wouldn't have planned this earlier. But that's just me. <laughs> well, because I like the idea of a two stage process, okay. and I'm kind of I'm, I'm I'm standing outside at the moment quite frequently, looking and gazing at it and thinking. You're getting it. inspired. No, I'm just enjoying it. It's great. <laughs> so I'm thinking like quite wide. So I'm thinking probably 15 centi planks Ooh. vertically, Ooh. vertically down it. Vertically? Yeah, not horizontal because then you end yeah. up with the overlap. Right. Right. Which Vertical. The, the overlap, if you imagine an overlap, if yeah. he's right and it's going to boomerang, as soon as the overlap um, boomerangs, I've yeah. en ended up with all sorts know, of problems there. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking vertical and I might even put mm. um, like a, a thin 9 mil MDF or something over it first so that I've got airtight before I go vertical. Ooh, that's where I'm going at the moment. Vertical. I like that because we you know with, with old barns now, that's a big, the big rage. I don't know if it's still the big rage, but it was the big rage 20 years ago when people were taking down those old barns, yeah. you get barn boards. And yeah. so you, you know, create your, your, your man cave with these barn boards put up on the wall. And, and so, yeah, yeah I totally get what you're saying. Well, I'm also thinking if I can get Mr. Abu Saeed to, um, uh, to sort out the, uh, just sawn. I, I don't want it plain. Right. I want it just sawn, yeah, yeah. you know, really quite That'll rough be, in look terms of good. finish. It uh, could work quite nicely with the trim piece on the front and um, and jobs are good. So this is the logic. Um, Father-in-law will no doubt arrive and go, you ain't doing that. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is how we're doing it. Oh, yeah. oh God, yeah. you always come back at these moments, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but we'll, we'll see how we go. So that is the plan there. When, what's the deadline for this? The deadline for that is 2023. <laughs> but the other interesting thing is, I am now seriously considering, having done this once, yeah. I'm considering actually finishing it and selling it. Huh? Well, it's obvious, isn't it, James? That now that I've done it once and I've realised how the kit works, I've worked out I can maximise my space a lot better by just customising a few minor bits. Mm. I can end up with one that actually uses the whole space rather than the size, which is currently it's it's eight foot by seven foot, which is not massive. Mm. And Natalie's one comment, which came out, not oh my word, you're so capable. And one comment was, it's a bit small, isn't it? <laughs> Just no man wants to hear those words. For two days solid. 
and that's all you can come out with. So um, actually, after that, she said, oh, "Well, it is very strong." Yeah, there you go. You, you haven't retrieved it, but at least we're going in the right direction here. What a, so, because I, I was instantly thinking, you know, and as you're always thinking about business opportunities and things, that someone, I mean, there's there's a a market for not those, as we said, the the plastic, the aluminum, yeah. the ugly sheds. And there are different products available, but something that is customizable that is, yeah. and, and, you know, I might want one of these sheds, right? But uh, do I want to go meet Mr. Abu Sayyid? Do I want to mm. go find a, the, the hardware? Do I need to go get the four kgs of, of fasteners and the siding? And the, but you've already gone through it all. So you can say, okay, I need another one. These are specifications. And yep. I'm going to train two guys on how to put these things up. And then, uh, you know, half a day, you've got yourself the beautiful shed. I have been thinking along those lines, yeah. but there is a big problem. Oh. Which is currently, it's the most expensive shed the world's ever seen. <laughs> so it's going to need a bit of cost reduction, which is why, actually, I want to see what happens with this one if I go white wood on the outside mm. of it. And um, it sounds dangerous, the white wood, though, because he even said it's going to be like a boomerang. If I go Morante, I mean, literally, to give you an idea, just the wood before um, anything else is taken in, we're way over 3,000 dirhams. Yeah, but you, it's going to be a thing of art when you look at it, that Morante. And I absolutely have got it. But if you imagine, to get this to a sensible price point, it needs to be, it, it needs some cost reduction. So there if you take the white wood, and I know you don't want to get the wood finished, but if you take the white wood, if you stain it up right away, well, that... I mean, is it is it wet wood or well, is it is it already been dried? I guess it'll it's still be dried. Wet. No, no, it'll you be sure? dried. Yeah, we should be killed. So but why then? It shouldn't. It shouldn't. Well, no, blow up and everything, right? Well, that's the odd thing because if you imagine, if you remember the, I was thinking back uh, on one of my glancing glares at the <laughs> um, at the frame, and I was remembering back to the treehouse that I had. Yeah, it yeah. was all softwood and soft softwood, mm. and yeah, we had one area of rot where um, the irrigation got it, but I I kept that every year, just gave it another quick coat, which yeah. took me half an hour to do. So I guess if you get, and it was in really great condition at the end mm. of it all. So yeah. I think I'll be all right. Mm. I think he was just trying to upsell me quite nicely there. And mm. boy, I mean, I don't get me wrong. Ranty looks pretty, pretty solid to say the least. And it's lovely to no, work No with. other options? The, you know, he didn't have an in-between, yeah. which is a bit odd. But then again, I'm also thinking of going off the Danube. Oh, oh, and, um, oh yeah, they do kind of. Cause. Yeah. Well, they've got a full lumber yard as well. Apparently. Yeah. Your friend's been there. Yeah. So I was going to go and um, And they've moved also. One of their their, their flagship store on Shakeside has moved down to Barshaway. Yeah, no, this is their... their where, you're going out to yeah, the warehouse and now Lowe's or, or something. Um, yeah, it's supposed uh, to be pretty good. Yeah. So um, that was kind of the, the options with that. So I'm thinking potentially there, there's going to be more than one, but it's mm. how many more than one. And then I went back to the screw shop, the well-known screw shop in Dragon Mart, <laughs> and then just bought, I thought, well, there's going to be more, so let's get five kilos of each size of screws. a lot of It is a lot of, it's a lot of screws. And um, so I've obviously hidden that so that uh, if for any reason she cottons on. The good news is she never listens to this podcast. Yeah. Can you imagine if she did? I'd be divorced. You know, it's my, wife, my wife minutes. doesn't listen to them either. It's, it's, you know, it was funny because you obviously did radio for 12 years hmm. and people would say, oh, you must listen to the show every night. And my wife goes, I live with the guy. <laughs> That's not I know. She, said she would only turn on the radio when I was leaving the studio to know, oh, he's on his way home. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, yep, he's no longer on. Okay, he's on his way home. Great. But nice. otherwise, no. She goes, I don't need to listen to the show. No, she's like, I have to put up with you like 24 7. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst nightmare. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, that is going to be the plan. So I'll probably, I'll probably try and get this one done, see if I still got the enthusiasm. Mm. If I have, then I'll build another one that's a little bit more suitable for the space that I've got. Mm. Um, 
And if that works, I've actually already worked out how I could possibly put jigs together so that it's an Ooh. easy build, Ooh. which could be quite fun. So, whole other business adventure. Yeah, well, whether it's business or just a bit just of fun. A bit of harm, yeah. I kind of, that's how most of the businesses end up, yeah. you know, it's... Um, you know whether it's uh, whether it's cars or whatever else. It's just what is it that actually entertains me right now, and that tends to be what I do. Yeah, yeah, nice. Well, that, that's that's pretty pretty basic, right? Yeah, we've we've got sheds. Everything people need to be thinking about in a roundabout way. Get your plan. Think about the wood that you're going to put on the outside. Think about the base. Think about your fasteners. And don't accept ugly. Don't yeah. And yeah. and don't be pressured into speed. Get it the way you want it. And you know, the other one that was, was quite something was, um, do you remember I was telling you about that, uh, the Black & Decker 18-volt drill that I've got that mm-hmm. I've had since the opening of We Will Fix It? Mm-hmm. I really thought this was it, where the, the new drill was coming. And um, so I've got four batteries, two of which are, are pretty, pretty dodgy. And the other two, I just didn't really know. <laughs> Turns out they're immaculate. Really? Yeah, I couldn't, they, A, they charged quickly. They, they, were, they were brilliant. Hmm. So it turns out it, I'm, I'm absolutely fine for time to come so but it's the one. heaviest drill you've ever is this that one that's in the picture that you did yeah yeah, yeah. The, the, it's, it's huge I it's know huge. it is huge um, but it, it's worked since 2008 and it's still in, in remarkable condition so see, there's something to be said about going. getting quality product yeah. treating it well yeah. and you know especially that you can still get the batteries and you've got batteries because yes. that's always the killer you get these things and then oh the battery's gone can well, I get a new one Ugh. what happened there was um, once I I kind of specced it with my one when I was just doing bits and bobs when we first started up we will fix it i then bought another 30 of these <laughs> for the rest of the teams you know yeah, yeah. i'm like i've tried it i know it's good so then it goes i, I, I gotta get you to start putting me on the list so you yeah, 30 get 31 because james <laughs> wants to buy one off you yeah, too yeah. <laughs> i'm serious you're, well, you're you're laughing but i'm serious because you're buying in bulk and yeah. you've already specced them so it saves me the trouble of going and finding something and then uh, do you know it works out better almost always to buy from amazon rather yeah. than to actually try and do a trade deal. Yeah. They're cheaper there than trying to do a trade deal. You know, that's on a side note. When we were back in North America, we, we were buying stuff on Amazon. Yeah. And we, Amazon's good here in, in the UAE. Mm. But I was getting stuff same day oh, nice. delivery to yeah. the house. I put the order in in the morning at 8. By noon, bing, bing. It's oh, the Amazon guy. Amazing, it's like, it? How is that possible? I know. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, but so we're literally at the uh, at the stage where it turns out that mm. as we'd progressed and we moved the guys onto the new Stalin drill, which is the standard one that we use now, yeah. um, we had a couple of batteries left over. So I then, over the years, as something dies, like mm. my, actually my charger died at the start of this project. So I'm like, really? don't suppose we've got another charger. Oh, yes, we've got another two that are in the <laughs> warehouse from, from when we moved over and nobody's using these drills anymore. Lucky. So yeah, no, it was really lucky. So uh, I can just keep going on the legacy stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I love it's been really stuff. good. Legacy stuff stuff is just there's something special about getting some legacy tools yeah a legacy part and you know being able to use it and people like where'd you get that like well i haven't seen one of those in 10 years retro tool (laughs) yeah you've got to be super geeky to get into that but no i'm exactly the same way i love it and again you know even the basics like the um the phillips um uh, drill bit that i was um, Uh using with it i didn't kill one 
I literally See, got the nice. one. It was a seriously hardened mm. piece of kit. Yeah. And it's quality. Yeah. And the fact it's not even chewed, it's just, and See, I, that's I must nice. have done 600 screws so far, I guess. That's nice. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah, you're right about quality. Really makes a difference, doesn't it? Didn't get a chance to go to a single uh, hardware store when I was away for the break really? because everything was locked down. And the, the hardware stores were open because they're an essential service. But quite frankly, I saw the cars outside and I went, you know what? I'm not going in there. If you don't need to, then, <laughs> no. you know. And it was and it was one of the, because usually I'm just, it's like here, right? You, you say, oh, oh, there's a little hardware store. There's a little, yeah. area. I think I'm just going to go for a walk around. And I refrained. We just sort of said, yeah, you know what? Good decision. We're not doing it. Yeah, totally get it. Talking of that, James, I haven't mm. told you oh. that I am going for my jab tomorrow. I'm getting the vaccine. Fantastic. Yes. It was kind of the deal for, uh, I le- I'm going to the UFC. Okay. So um, as a result, it was uh, it was time. That was the yeah. deal that we had. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if I am uh, if I'm slightly groggy next week or <laughs> even more absent-minded than normal, we'll know that uh, they uh, the, what the truth is. Yeah. We'll I've, I've also got to be thinking about getting that done because I am a federal employee and uh, the uh, working for the federal government here in the United Arab Emirates. It's come down that as of the 17th of January, if you have not had the vaccine, you need to be PCR tested twice a month. Wow. At your own cost. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I'll let you know. How's that? So, uh, how long have you got? Oh, you still got no f- five days. Yeah. So I, I might uh, be searching that out. I've made a couple calls, but I've also got a line on uh, one of the clinics that is ready and raring for uh, people to walk in. So I'm going to go check mm. that out. Send me that detail afterwards because okay. I've got that to do tomorrow morning, okay. which is definitely required. I will uh, do that. But yeah, so it's really interesting, man. This has been fun. We 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 just touched on the list, but we haven't gotten all the way through it, which means we got a whole bunch more to talk about, and. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to sort of putting it forward and, and we'll, we'll jump back in. Sounds good. But before we do that, mm. remember weeks ago, you were talking about the lighting on villas outside when you're walking your dog, uh, yeah. the white versus the whatever yes. the other one is. Yes. And I, I, you know, at the time that you said that, I kind of, I, in the back of my mind, I was going, what is he going on about? Like, really? Mm. What is, and only yesterday, and like I walk my dog at five in the morning, right? Yeah. So it's dark. Yes. And there are quite a few lights on. And it never, that whole thing kind of just washed over me. It's like, well, I don't know what he's going on about. And if I ruined your walk. But as of yesterday, I'm coming and going, oh, look at those. And I, I instantly went, Colin. That's all. I said, I, yeah. in, in, in the, the thing was my exterior lights were on at my place. Why I turned them on at five in the morning, I have no idea. But mm. they were on and my neighbors were on. And mine aren't white. Yes. And I'm looking at mine, I'm going, oh, that's a beautiful looking villa. And then I see his, I'm going, oh, what has he done? I almost get to how dare you now. <laughs> oh, it's, it's horrible looking. How could you do that to our yeah. neighborhood? You know, I've spent all this money to build a beautiful shed to upgrade yeah. the value of your property next door neighbor. Yeah. And yet you've gone and put yeah. white lights that's ruined all of our house values. How could you? Yeah, exactly. So now I'm, now I'm walking around the morning going, really, I'm going to leave sticky notes. Change your lights. Absolutely. <laughs> Second one. This is really kind of fun. I've, I've, I am now in the Smedley zone. Oh, Yes. Pizzeria Pikeaway is joining Pizzeria Smedley. Nice. We got the the pizza oven. My wife got us a pizza oven. Oh, you've bought it? Yeah, we've got one. <gasps> I, I keep seeing Simon Smedley, the, yeah. the cat boy. He's always posting pictures of, you know, Pizzeria Smedley. And so we got one. But there's, there's a story to this. So she gets this. It's, you know, it's, it's from this guy, right? Mm. 
And uh, so it gets delivered to someone and, they, and we go and pick it up from the friend who got it delivered. It was like a, a gift, right? And you know, it's, it's partially assembled, but not. So the, the core of it's already assembled, but the piece is not. And they go, okay, well, here's the, the last bits you got to put together and a bag of stuff. And I'm going, any directions for this thing? Nah. So I'm going, all right, I can, you know, I pour all the things out. I can figure this out, and, you know, and, and pretty much did get it all together, yeah. except at the very end when it was all together, I'm looking at what's left in the fasteners yes. and there's quite a bit left over. Mm. <laughs> I'm looking at, okay, how many things are there? I'm going, well, where would those go? And this, this is the moment where you've got to just throw all logic yeah. out the window and instead think, how kind of them to provide me with spares? Well, that's what I did. I kind of looked at it and said, I can't figure out where they would go. And you know what? I don't know where they would go, but it was, it, it was a, a total Dubai moment when we, when we got the, the I, I call it the Smedley. All right. You know, it's got a name. Mm. We call it Smedley. Yes. And, you know, get this thing, get home, put it all together, call up the gas tank guys who out, actually have the regulator I need. They install the regulator. We get the gas tank. We cooked a pizza that night. Said, wow. Only in Dubai could you do that. How long did it take for the pizza? Because I've heard it really quick. Uh, 12 minutes. Oh, okay. No, so pretty standard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, you know, you get the thing up to 500. Yeah. It's just a nice little small area and away you go. And it's, it's a must. It's a must. Because well, all I, now I'm thinking is all the other things you can also cook in there. I have got space for one. Yeah, you need. Yeah. So there's, uh, you know, we've got multiple barbecues now. And now there's only one more barbecue I need. And that's a Traeger. Oh, you told me about the it. Traeger pellet barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a smoker, yeah. but you can also barbecue. And and uh, Al Fisher, Saskatoon Power Wash, mm-hmm. aka Uncle Al, swears by his Traeger. He's also got the gas thing, but he swears by the Traeger. Don't go with the egg. Don't go with all that stuff. Go with a Traeger. Right. And okay. so I'm I'm now working on convincing the wife that we need a Traeger. Can you get the pellets here? I think you can. Yeah. There's one of I saw them online. There's one of the Maybe it's called Barbecues UAE or one Ooh. of those uh, places here. And I think one of them is pretty close. One of the shops is pretty close to you're heading towards PowerWorks Automotive. It's probably a half a kilometer back. on. I know exactly what you mean. And that, on the main road. Yeah, yeah. That's you, Latif bin Hamdan. Yeah, right? something like that. Yeah. So I think they sell that stuff. I haven't been in, but I did see something online and it kind, I'm kind of looking at it and going, yeah, that's that place. Cool. And so I'm, I'm working. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a year or so in the works, but I'm going to have a trigger. Right. Well, if it works for you, then soon <laughs> afterwards, purchases will need to be Although, made. I guess I, uh, the other side of it is I'm figuring a lot of people would buy these things and then realize I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. And so I'm thinking, Second I got uh, to be looking at Dubizzle because I'm sure there's going to be something on there. So you can put that search term in as well and yeah. because it's probably going to be more pricey than your average barbecue even yeah, second yeah. hand yeah, yeah. there's a good chance that you can it'll sit for a bit which yeah. would be fun yeah because I'm thinking people buy them and they think oh, yeah, I'm going to do all this stuff and then they realise I don't have the time nor mm. the energy and you know what no I'm not going to do it and then they have you, have you also noticed that Facebook Marketplace is working now no yes mm. so there you go shove that one on as well so you know what it's, you know what it's almost time for it's so the shirts that I wear, mm. you know, they're all custom made course, by me. They're all course. called James originals. Yeah. And when I first created this brand per se, I thought, you know, I'm going to start selling shirts yeah. and Facebook marketplace didn't exist. Instagram didn't have the ability to sell. So it just didn't work. And, and it came down to, you know what, we can make a go of this. Cause I, cause what I did as a test market yeah. is I got 200 of them made all that fit me and 
we sold them and we want to see would people buy them. Yeah. First thing I learned, I was selling them too cheap because people say, why are they so cheap? Yeah. I'm going, look, the village where I got the maids getting money, I'm getting some cash and you're getting a great shirt. Yeah. But why is it so much cheaper than going and buying a billabong? Yeah. I'm going, you're getting a deal. Yeah. But why is it so much cheaper? It's like, mm. okay, so we got to charge more. Yeah. The, the second side was I realized as you would understand as a marketer, hmm. that you're either all in or you're all out. Oh, absolutely. And I realized at that point that it, it came to a junction once I'd, I'd gotten rid of the first 200. It was like, if I'm gonna really do this, yeah. I gotta go all in. Not having a good distribution and good way to actually reach the people who needed to buy it. Turned out, I don't have the time to go all in at this point. So yep. we backed off. But now with Facebook and all these other things, now it became a lot easier to do that. Itsy. Yeah, Itsy as well. Yeah, so you see, yeah. a friend who's making yeah. huge money out of it. So Itsy. Itsy might be the way to go, and that. Yeah. Uh, so, and uh, yeah, and and the final one, the final one, the final. This is my big discovery because you know, I'm a I'm a straight blade user, right? I use safety blades. I don't use a, ah. an electric razor, and yeah. that. I don't use the Gillette things because they're they're bad for the environment or mm. whatever. You know, there's a lot of reasons. But, yeah. And uh, so there's there's a, a company that makes these things, a J Japanese company that makes a nice you know safety razor. And I saw it the other day, it's a little expensive for my taste, but you know, I thought I'm gonna buy one. And it turns out, you know, you when you, when you use razor blades yes. and you put them in, if you ever used one, of course you have, hmm. the, the potential to cut yourself is significant. It is significant. So this Japanese company that, that by, by chance makes the best blades in the world for razor blades. So you've got your, your Gillette seven o'clock is the very popular green packages. They're right. nice, yeah. they're good, they're even great. This Japanese company, extraordinary wow. sharpest you're going to get and they, they sell a raise they sell a safety raise you put them in right and you put it in you screw it down and it all goes yeah. in i was experimenting with it because i thought oh, okay it's a kind of a weird feel and it's, mm. it's i'm not sure you can ever cut yourself with it Jeez. <laughs> so, i mean really like I, i'm i'm looking at this and i'm going this is the environmental razor because if you buy those ones with the little plastic things and then it's got a you know about a, a quarter of a a, a cent worth mm. of aluminum in it yeah. the rest of it's plastic you're going to throw it into the, the thing it's never going to that they're not good to buy. No, I agree. Whereas you can recycle razor blades. And I said, this is the this is the future. The future is going back to the way that we used to do it. And this blade doesn't see, I mean, I was reckless with it. I'm like doing it this. And I, I know I'm thinking, you know I'm going to see if can, I can cut myself. You are going to chop your throat. I, no, so I tried. You? I tried. I said, I'm going to see if Jeez. I can cut myself. I couldn't get a cut. I'm going, wow. Are you doing that with oil? Yeah, so I have a double approach because I also don't buy the Gillette uh, things in the can because, yeah, yeah. you know, it's... No, exactly. And, and so I use shaving oil as a first layer. Yeah. And then I use the Body Shop men's shaving uh, cream that you have to lather up with a brush. Together. So they, yeah. they, you do one over the other. Yeah, I do the, oh, I do the oil really first. And then I use this Body Shop Maluka men's shaving cream. It comes yeah. in a tub. You put that on, it's and you put it on, and it's like you know when you go and buy not, nothing against the Gillette guys yeah. and all these folks, and they've got their things. But you put on that Gillette, it's like it's like shaving cream, and it is shaving cream, but it's yes. it's like so fluffy and and there's no substance. You put on this body shop stuff, and then use the brush, and you get your face going. Yeah. And it's like you've got this thick, rich lather that you just want to eat. And when you run the blade over, first of all, because of the oil, you've now got this nice nice surface that yeah. the blade goes through. It doesn't catch on anything. And then this, this Maluka based, uh, and, and other things that are in it from the body shop, none of it tested on animals. So nice. very nice. Creates this luscious foam. That's nice and thick. The shaving, the whole shaving experience becomes exceptional. 
Mm. It's, and it's just, and I actually, I, I probably got to do a, a show on that, but it, it just becomes, and as I, uh, you know, my, my boys are electric razor guys, Yes. but I said, it's the love of the shave. And I think we've gone from loving that process and you know, and you're feeling your face and mm. you're going, yeah, oh yeah, that feels good to got to get this done as quick as possible and get out of here. Yes. And it's just, so I've, I've kind of gone back old school and I just love it. Just love it. But a double step approach. I was so lazy 25 years ago <laughs> that I was one of the first people to adopt the stubble look. Uh, see, but it works now. Well, thank you. And then Ron. you live finally, here, which is totally, you know, this is. Well, it, thank God it finally came into fashion because <laughs> uh, I was way, way before. Yeah, but I wish I could get that stubble. Like how many days of uh, is that stubble on your face? Three. Yeah, maybe? see, that's like, a, that's like two weeks of facial hair on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you. You're too kind. Oh, man. But, um, yes, it's the way we roll. You know what? It's it's time for us to wrap this podcast. We'll do it all again real soon. Colin Thomas from We Will Fix It and Essential Maintenance Dubai. It's the We Will Fix It podcast right here on Podaholics and republished on the James Cast. You can find us also on YouTube. The videos are there. Let us know what you think. Drop us a line because we know you're listening to us thousands thousands of listeners thank you very much every single one of you let us know what you think potaholics with a k at gmail.com or fire your comments into the section below what you're watching and or listening to and we'll hear from you real soon we're going to do it all again stay tuned if you've got any questions fire them to us until then coming to you from the rove hotel downtown dubai this is potaholics <laughs>